Welcome back to the Europa League, Manchester United. This is Did Someone Say Soccer? And I'm your host, Nate, a.k.a. Pablo, and I'm with no one. I'm about to do this bitch solo, so get ready, guys. What an insane weekend and day of soccer. We saw Wonderstrike from Song 30 yards out in the North London Derby. We saw three Americans score goals for their clubs. Gio Reyna, Weston McKinney, and Christian Pulisic. We saw Danny Ings come back from injury and win the game for Southampton. We also saw a 42-year-old goalie shut down Messi and Barcelona today. Group leaders Manchester United fall out of the Champions League. We saw two teams come together and protest a game because of racism from the fourth official and the MLS Cup finals are set. Where do I want to begin? I know where I'm going to begin. The Americans are taking Europe by storm. Gio Reyna, Weston McKinney, and Kristen Pulisic scored goals this weekend representing the United States. That goal from Gio Reyna was gorgeous. He was outside the he was outside the box, hit it near post, upper 90. Goalie had no chance at all. The pace, the precision, the placement. Wow. Weston McKinney must have been he must have watched highlights of that because today he jumped in the air, hit a full volley against Barcelona at the Camp Nou. These boys are putting the United States on the map, putting Europe and the soccer world on notice. All right, let's stay in let's stay in the EPL. Chelsea took down Leeds 3 to 1. I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple years ago, Marcelo Bielsa's team he had a little uh controversy when he had a he did Spygate when he had someone record Frank Lampard's training session when he was at uh, Derby County. So there's some history there. So I'm pretty sure Frank really wanted to win this game, especially against a team that has been scoring goals left and right. Leeds got on the board right away. Chelsea came back and won this game, put three in the second half to win this game. Going into the North London Derby, we knew what was going to happen. We knew the style of play that Mourinho was going to play and when you have forwards like Song and Kane, you can you don't need that many chances because you know they're going to score right away. And Song was 30-plus yards out, and he bent a ball from the corner into the, into the far post. Leno had no chance at all. It was a beautiful goal. And then Kane got a hold of a loose ball and put it Upper 90, off the crossbar, and Leno had no chance. It's very frustrating watching Arsenal play at the moment because I feel like the forwards don't have any, don't have any urgency to get after that ball and, and score because they are getting opportunities. It, it, might not, it might not be a lot of opportunities, but they are getting them, and they're just not putting them away. If the game plan is going to be cross the ball in, then... 
the forwards need to adapt to be able to run onto the ball, be able to head the ball. I know Lacazette and Aubameyang aren't the best headers in the world, but when they get one, they need to put it away because they did have opportunities at times. I guess it comes down to whether or not Arteta is going to have the balls to bench Aubameyang. Because if you think about it, so it's been almost 10 plus games that Aubameyang has not scored. How many forwards can get away with not scoring 10 plus games and still be starting? If you're a younger player for Arsenal and you're not getting playing time at the moment, you need to be questioning yourself because you should be getting into this team right now. I'm not sure if this is coaching or if this is leadership, but something needs to happen. And I think Arteta has only until until maybe the end of February if things don't start turning around. Jose basically said, here's the ball. You guys won't be able to score on us. And that's what happened. 30-some crosses in the box and Arsenal could not score at all having over 60-some percent of the possession and still could not score. It was very embarrassing, and I don't even know what to say about it. I'm, I guess I'm just basically numb to the fact that we are not that good at the moment. All right, so let's get into today's Champions League. Manchester United needed one point to qualify for the next round of Champions League. They either needed one point or to win to get in. And they played RB Leipzig, which they beat in the first leg in the group stage. Going into this match, RB tied Bayern Munich 3-3. Manchester United came back and beat West Ham 3-1. And then a day before they start playing, they have this big match. Paul Pogba's agent comes out and says that his time at Manchester United is finished. And I'm thinking to myself, this is not good news. This is not something you want to hear after he just scored for Manchester United in the West Ham game. And especially before a big match like today. And today you hear Pogba saying that he is not happy with Bruno Fernandes taking his spot. These aren't things that you want to hear right before. So what did I do? I put a $50 bet on... RB to win this game. And sure enough, RB won 3-2. to two. two minutes into the game, RB Leipzig scores. And behold, it was a Manchester City player that scored. That's out on loan at RB Leipzig. It was 3-0 before Manchester United scored. Bruno Fernandes got them back on Got them on the board with a PK in the 80th minute. And then Pogba scored, I think it was like an 82nd minute. It was too late for Manchester United to come back and try to win this game. With Manchester United losing, they are going back to the Europa League. And RB Leipzig will qualify for the next rounds of Champions League. Staying in that same group, PSG played Istanbul. While this game was being played, something happened between the fourth official using some racial language towards towards someone. Both teams came together in unity and walked off that pitch 
and postponed the game. UEFA has came out and said that this game will be replayed tomorrow with a whole new set of referees and basically apologizing for this whole incident. It was amazing to see the two clubs come together and be able to walk off like that. This is what the world needs. And that ref needs to be punished severely and possibly losing his license with UEFA. So Uve versus Barcelona. Ronaldo versus Messi. Ronaldo comes back to the Camp Nou, scores on two penalties. And Weston McKenney, full volley out of the air. Goalie had no chance at it all. If you have a chance to watch this goal, it was amazing. It was a great full volley by Weston McKenney. The person that stood out to me the most was Gigi Buffon. The 42-year-old was amazing in goal, stopping every shot that came at him. He looked like he was in his prime in his 20s. Messi in Barcelona had no answer for him. For me, I am one person to, to watch a penalty and see how that person takes it. And let me tell you, Ronaldo's penalties were were smooth today. His first one was straight down the middle, but it was just with pace, precision. And then his second one, it was the placement, how fast he hit it, how how much power he had behind it in the corner. It was it was gorgeous. His penalties are are something to watch. Now, let's get into the MLS Cup. The stage has been set. Eastern Conference champs, the Columbus Crew, will face the Western Conference champs, the Seattle Sounders. Columbus Crew beat the New England Revolution 1-0. And the Sounders came back to beat Minnesota 3-2 and a stoppage time goal to put them in the finals. This game will be played at Crew Stadium. And the significance of this game is that it's Crew's last game at this stadium before they get their new their new stadium. I'm excited for this match. I was actually excited for to be able to watch the Ohio State versus Michigan game and the Columbus Crew versus Sounders game all in one day. But they canceled the Ohio State game. Now it's just going to be the Crew versus Sounders in Columbus. So the defending champs will try to repeat against the crew. We've said it all year. This is the crew's trophy. They look good. They're going to get this. And this is their time. I think they have a good shot at this. I think they have a good shot at beating the Sounders. If they come out ready to play. They need a strong game from Lucas Zellerayan. And they need Zardes to be on one. To be ready to go. To finish all his opportunities. And Darlington Nagby to own that midfield for the crew. And this game will be won by Columbus. If they come out soft, flat-footed, the Sounders will bite them and they will repeat. So going into final thoughts, I just want to say thank you guys for listening. And if you genuinely like our show, we appreciate you. And ask that you follow and rate our show. This will help us grow. Jordan and I will have Pablo's bets on Friday. I apologize for not having anything this past Friday. I was in New Orleans with some friends. If you want to join us on if you want to join us on our show, hit us up. We welcome all guests. 
So tell your friends and tell your family. See ya.